Hey, you found Walkins. Welcome. We're glad to have you. Thank you for listening to another episode. My name is Nick Ward. I've got Michael Ray with me today, and we exist to help you triple your patient volume through digital marketing services and exceptional patient experience. Welcome in, Michael. What's up, man? Hello. Hey. Hey. I like Sorry. that. I just threw that in there. Just that is brand not? new. I like it. <laughs> All right, so we're just getting going right today. Um, yeah, so today, so, you know, we want to increase patient volume, increase your revenue. But just from very recent experiences and reminders, sometimes we want to save your butts. Mm, cover your assets. Cover your digital assets that's because right. um, that's been a big issue. Like, I, okay, so I've been in the web world now since 2011. Right. And I think I've launched, I don't know, 400, 500 websites at this point. Way more than me. So I've launched quite a bit, 90% WordPress uh, and 90% a GoDaddy domain or a Google domain uh, or some really creepy domain providers. But anyway, so I've seen stupidity in action and it's amazing how stupid people can be in our industry. This is so unfortunate, Michael, because <laughs> like I'm, I'm not going to say we're going to throw ourselves under the bus, but... And I promise you, I don't know the agency that you may work with. So, like, I'm not trying to throw your agency under the bus. We're just making you check some boxes. I'm just trying to help you. Michael has put this together to make sure that you are covering your bases. See, you have a digital real estate. Digital IP. You, you have it. And, and it falls into these five categories, and we're going to break them down. You have your domain. This is, the, you know, www.whateverthenameofyourpatientcarebusinessis.com. Yep. You have your website. That is not the same thing as your domain. Which is not the same thing as your email. Exactly. <laughs> and you have email. And you have your Google properties. We'll go through all of those. And then you have your phone number. And I'm telling you, if you're having an agency like us set this up for you, for God's sake, make sure they set it up under your logins, not under the agency stuff. Yeah, and we're going to go through what that actually means. But just to put this in perspective, when you purchase or lease your building that you're in, mm -hmm. that your business is in, you did not let somebody else do it for you in their name. That's right. Why would you ever do that? It seems like common sense, right? Why would you ever let someone else, a different business, take over your post office, essentially, your, your actual mailing address, and let it be in their name, even though you're paying for it? Or even that temporary marketing person that you hired. Yeah, or that other person that's no longer a part of your business. So, and this, and this is just a, sorry, owners. I know sometimes you want to like delegate things out and just get it done because you have other things going on. Guilty. Okay, but here's the thing: no matter who you fire or who you hire, you're still the owner. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere until that business is sold or gone. So, why would you let the, the when I when these things right here that we listed? These are the key items around digital that. Now, phone number could go either way, but but now with digital, you can create digital phone numbers, and that creates a whole other animal. That's why we're talking about it. But these items, like this is part of your business. This is your intellectual property. This is who you are, just like your physical address. So digital asset culprit number one, domain. <laughs> so let's do some explanations on domains because domains, um, for whatever reason, can be confusing. And it, but the reality is a domain kind of controls everything else we're talking about today. To it, really, it really to, does. Yeah, where it really does. Like our company, what we do would not exist if, if domains weren't available. Period. Like it, your website 
would not work without a domain. Your email would not work without a domain. Your Google properties wouldn't know what to do with itself without a domain. So let's talk about domain. So domain is patientcaremarketingpros.com. You should go there. Check it out. But that that .com, that patientcaremarketingpros.com, that is the domain. Not talking about the website it loads, not talking about the email you could send to, but that is your domain. That is your, I don't know, traffic light or director to everything else that's connected to it. That's right. And that's gone through domain records. So domain records, we'll get technical for just a minute. You have at rec, a, sorry, not at, a records, MX records, SPF records, text records, all these records, um, and they all do certain things. So your MX records, email. Email. Your A records, your website. That's right. Those are the two two key items. Everything else is important to a certain degree, but nine times out of ten, MX and A records where you're going to live. So, well, how do I get a domain? That is probably through GoDaddy.com or Google domains. There are a ton of other registrars out there, but when you bolt it down to it, those are your top two people. Every client that we pick up, they either have a Google domain or a GoDaddy domain, and that's it. And there's another layer inside of that that's called name servers. And I get so frustrated when someone, oh, I got my, yeah, I got my login to my domain. I log in. Name servers are not pointed to this. It is pointed somewhere else. And right. it's pointed, and I actually literally talked to an agency, a, a local competitor, and they were doing that. And they do that because it gives them complete control about logging into the domain, which I understand that from a security standpoint. But that also means it, it becomes an absolute nightmare to change things right because if i don't have all those records in place for me when i make that change back to default name servers yeah something's gonna go down all right let me give you the truth of it agencies do this for you so that they can hold it hostage i just want you to know that or like, if they're doing to make it convenient for them it's not been anywhere in my experience you may be you're being nice <laughs> michael and i appreciate that about your personality yep. But we've both run into a lot. Any one, let me say this: I don't want to say any time. One hundred percent of the time mm -hmm. that we've had an issue getting someone's domain, they're holding it hostage. Yep. One hundred percent of the time, that's yep. been our experience. If we're as an agency taking it over for another company, they do not want to give that up because it's revenue to their company. And, and don't be fooled. So, um, IT companies are bad about this too. They'll, I can see that internal IT, but still. Like, I've seen a lot of IT companies purchase the domain for the, because, and just as a PSA, your IT company doesn't really want to mess with your domain other than to set up your email. They really could care less. Right. But what it boils down to, buying a domain takes, it is no harder than buying a pair of shoes on a website. It's literally the same thing. You put in, a, you type in the name you want. If it's available, you hit add to cart and you check out. The cost of a domain, here's another thing. Should never be more than twenty bucks a year, and they're all they're all a little bit over the place. But if it's a .com, it's never twenty more than twenty bucks a year unless you're buying a squatted domain right. that's up for auction, which means like it's a very popular domain and they're trying to sell it for thousands. But or some nimnot out there went and bought everything with the word Apple in it. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I mean? or went and bought everything that has the letters UC in it, so yeah. you can't use it. Yeah, exactly. So so go buy your domain now. Are you? Now you ask yourself, well, do I own my own domain or not? All right, so whoever is hosting your website can tell you that because they had to update it at some point. Go ask them, who who owns my domain? And the only person that owns your domain is the person that's set as the admin email address. Doesn't matter what it says the name of the company is. 
doesn't matter what your name if if your name could be all over if the admin email is somebody else they own it you're cooked yep. sorry i hate to be the bearer of bad news you need to get that transferred to you today immediately and do not do not transfer it to the domain to an email address that's on that domain because if you forget or don't renew that domain your email goes down with it and you can't get a password reset into your thing to to actually renew it so and I feel like we could do a whole episode on domains. You could because it, it's so intricate. Right. Like I am the domain guy here at the office. Like I probably log into a domain provider every day. Probably. At, at some point, um, which I, I'm super used to it, but it's just something you do. But the, the, the next one is a pet peeve of mine, Michael. <laughs> the website thing. And I know that you came from a place before. Where you did rent. Where you rented the website. So, so the note that we have, you have a website. Is it yours or are you just renting it? And here's what I mean by that. Are you paying a monthly fee to keep your website? And if you canceled doing business with the company that is doing that for you, would your website disappear? Yeah. Do they not give it to you? Right. Uh, so, and here's the thing, because this is another confusing uh, part of websites. You have the website, which is files and code and pictures. And then you have hosting, which is a server that loads that that's tied to a domain. So what does that mean? Technically you can have your website and technically you could have your host, but if they're not made it together. It doesn't matter. So when, when someone says, um, I own my website, that doesn't mean that you, um, can look at your website and you say, I own it and whatnot. It means that you can take it from that host and put it somewhere else at your own leisure. Like you can literally say, hey, can you transfer this to another host? Or I'm transferring it from another host. Here's the login. If they can't give you a login or they say we can't transfer it for you or can't transfer it at all, you don't actually really own it. And and so coming back from the, I came from a previous company, so we did rent stuff and that was, that was always the challenge when I had to go sell that. I was like, yes, technically speaking, you don't own this. It's the way it's built, blah, blah, blah. And it would be pitched as simply... Um, you know, if you're if when you're ready to redesign your site, you have somebody else do it. Doesn't really matter. Blah blah. blah. But uh, if you're curious, do I own my? I've been told I own my website, but do I? One, look at your contract, just kind of see. Two, uh, if you're in WordPress and um, you can't add your own plugins or you can't do this, or when you look at a uh, a path on a file and it has a number in front of it, you can't transfer that website. That's what's called a multi-site. And that does not allow transfers. Anyway, all that being said, make sure you own it. And if you're not sure, email the provider or designer. Say, do I own this? I'm just checking a box. I'm not being aggravated here. Just, I own this, right? Might as well know where you stand. Are you renting your apartment or do you own your house? Yeah, I mean, it's it sounds, and the hosting doesn't matter. Like, and then if they say, yeah, sure, you own it. Then you say, can I transfer it somewhere else? And they say, uh, no. <laughs> then... You don't own it. Yeah, exactly. Next, right. email. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is something we recommend to all clients. You need a, a fallback Gmail account that as the owner, you only have access to or one other key person in your company that you trust, and you tie everything to it. Right. You tie your domain to it. You tie your website to it. You tie your Google properties. Anything that requires a login, tie it to that one account. And make sure you have a backup on that account where it can fall back somewhere else. Because if you, it, it makes life so much easier when you have an at gmail.com email account. Because that means 
90% of the websites in the world can log in with that Gmail and it's so much easier. And then when somebody says, hey, I need access, like for us, hey, we need access to your Google properties. You're not hunting. Well, what Gmail address did I tie that to? Right. If you train yourself, like it's all going in one spot. It's right here. I create one for it. Right. And, and is it hard to create a Gmail account? Nope. Takes like three minutes. And it's totally free. It's completely free. It's been around for 20 plus years now. And doesn't have any plans going anywhere. No, so, no, and that's like, did it finally come out of beta? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, like Chrome too. Like, yeah, right. Never come out of beta. So that, which, and then I put on here 2FA with your cell phone. So Two-factor authentication. Yeah, two-factor authentication. So that is the, and, and now Google's kind of forcing it anyway. But for the ones that aren't, what is two-factor? That means you get a text message with a code to plug in before you can log all the way in. Or it says, please open your phone and click here and, and hit yes or okay. Here's a here's a two-digit number. Um, that is That prevents from stupid people doing stupid things. And there are a lot of stupid people out there. Because this, I'm going to tell you, if you decide to cancel with somebody, some agencies get butthurt and shut down everything. But if you have everything tied to your name. <laughs> you say some like that didn't just happen yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, if you have literally yesterday, if you like, if you have everything tied in your name and your account, your domain, you just change the password on your email if they had access to it and they're done. And then if they um, try to get in or able to get in, you'll get that text of trying to log in and they can't get in anymore. So you have to protect yourself because right now, like, so literally we're doing a situation right now and we're helping the client through it. And it's kind of a mess because I told the clients, like, this is like a two-minute fix on their end, mm -hmm. and they just don't want to do it. And it's with Oh, it was more than that. They were sending ugly messages. And, and uh, anyway, but not getting into those details, but simply when someone take, takes a domain hostage, which means their email went down, their website went down, that means all the uh, alerts they get from us, all the alerts they get from their internal softwares, they're not getting them anymore. Right. All that gets turned off in a second. And that's costing that company thousands of dollars, thousands in missed opportunities or finishing up jobs or whatever, thousands. And all the extra hours that goes into communicating with the vendors and whatnot. Hey, this isn't working. Please send here. Right. So that's why it's so important to have a one spot and own everything. Like I, I actually love it when I get access to a domain provider and that person has like a 50 domains in one thing. Like they get it. They put everything in one spot. And so, we, and they said, we'll use this for that. And this email is tied, this email is tied to everything that you need. Right. Perfect. Makes life so much better. Anyway, moving on. Google properties. That's everything that we know, right? Like Google properties is the driver behind 90% of the work that we do. Well, so you had listed them out. There's three here that I completely agree with that that the client should own. One questionable, could or could not. Mm -hmm. And then there's one that's not listed here, which is the Google Ads account. So if yeah. you don't mind, I'm going to run through them real quick. Yeah, yeah. So the Google business profile, that's what gets you listed on Google proper. Where, where your reviews are sitting. Yeah, you need to own that. That that doesn't need, even though somebody else set it up for you, they need to immediately transfer ownership to you and make you primary owner to your Gmail account. That's if they set it up for you. And I even made my own mistake with that one. So I don't okay. know if you remember this. Uh, we were sitting in the airport, and I chuckled 
And I said, look what just came through on my personal Gmail account. And it was a request of ownership transfer from old, some old client that from my previous company I worked for. Oh, well, that happens. It does. I didn't know at the time. like Because I, I remember, I was like, oh, I remember setting that thing up for because I was being nice. Right. Like, I was like, let me just set this up for you because it's going to take me five seconds instead of the five days it's going to take for you. That's right. And I set it up and gave them manager access or whatever and never thought about it again. And then seven years later, I get an email requesting ownership transfer. I'm like, oh, I recognize the name. Click and let it go. Yeah. And, and you just said that seven years ago, right? Yeah. So, so what if you didn't exist anymore? That person didn't exist anymore. My email, email address didn't exist anymore. That business belongs to someone else. Yeah. All right. Google Search Console, uh, you're probably not going to be the one to set this up as a patient care provider, but somebody did, and you need to own it under your G your Gmail account, okay? This is what allows your website to be indexed on Google um, and allows Google to crawl your site much more quickly. So I'm not going to go into the details of what it is, but you need to own it. The other one is Google Analytics. Mm -hmm. Google Analytics gives all the data on how people are getting to your page, what they're doing when they get there. It's a lot of statistics, but you need to own that data. Because the second you don't and you decide to change websites, chances are that analytics just went with it. Right. And you'll never have historical data again. And that, and then we run into that a lot where, do you have access to analytics? Uh What's well, on your website? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how I don't to... even know what you're talking about. And like, okay, well, we'll create you a new one, but we won't know what's happened to your website prior to this point. Right. So. Well, hopefully, if you're working with somebody, they're they're doing their best to educate you and why you need to know this. This isn't going to affect you really. It's called local service ads, and simply put, patient care spaces don't have access to this yet. So yet, it could be in the near future, yep. and I wish they would. To be honest with you, but at the same time, I feel feel like if it's a medical related, uh, they don't want to. They try to avoid it. Yeah. They don't want to mess with that HIPAA issue. Here's one that I don't personally think you should own unless you set it up yourself. Okay, this may be a little controversial here. All right, but your Google Ads account. If 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 my agency set that up, built the ads, you hired us to run ads for you. You don't own that ads account. Mm -hmm. We do. We built it. We created everything. You paid us for our service. You didn't pay us for our ads account. Right. And I, and I know that sounds like I'm being combative or whatever, but this is important. If, if you fire me as an agency and all the creative work and all the work that I put into that ads account, here's what we found happens. The next agency comes in and does nothing more than just flicks the switch of all the work that we already did. We even had a situation where no. that happened. And the new agency came in. Now, this is, like, talk about laziness. Yeah. They came in, like, they, and I even asked our contact. Uh, she's like, oh, they just had a really great, great presentation. I'm like, good for their presentation. Okay. And so they took over, um, and they wanted access. Like, here you go. Here's your access, blah, blah, blah. We, like, we, we never want to just burn somebody. So, like, fine, we're not here to fight you. It's whatever. They take over. They forget to remove us. And so when we, we forgot about it too, because we could just like remove it on the live, and like a month later, like oh wait, we still have access. And so we go look at it. We're like we're just kind of curious. And you're like son of a gun. They just hit the play button and they're using our landing pages still. And we were about to shut them off. And actually, I think we did shut them we off. We did shut them off. And they kept running and running and running, and to the point where I think like a few they spent days, a lot of money. To a blank page. To, to a page that wouldn't convert because it didn't exist anymore. And like, uh, and that's a, our fault. Yeah. It, it's just the, like, not really. Could you say, oh, you could have done, you could have 
like, sure, but at the same time, they quit communicating with us. They could care less. Yeah. And that agency was just using our efforts yep. and looking good. <laughs> yeah, well, with that, we no longer transfer our ads accounts because that's stuff that my team created. Um, it, it, it'd be different if you commissioned us to build you a website. You commissioned us to build you a website. Mm. But you didn't commission us, and we don't even sell it. We will not take a project on that is, hey, will you just set up our ads account for us and then we'll take it over? No, we're not going to do that. That's not that's not what we do or who we are. Yeah. Um, but we will run ads for you through our ads platform under your name and on your behalf. That's what our contract says. Anyway, I'm, I'm not trying to harp on this too much other than to say most of your Google properties, your, your business profile, your search console, your Google analytics, and if you ever get access to local ser service ads, then those that, that I think should be set up by you. Um, but your Google ads account, depending on if you set it up and gave me access to it and I choose to build out of that, that's yours. I built my stuff in your, in your house. But if you commission somebody like me and most agencies will feel this way is if you hired us to run ads, we're going to run ads for you and we're going to get you a return on investment and we're going to show our work. Well, and, it's our ads. Account. And then the other viewpoint of that is if you're making a change on your agency because you're not happy with the results, chances are you don't really want the ads that were being made because right. in your in that point, why would you keep continuing something that you weren't happy with with a different agency? It's not going to change. And if that agency is not willing to make the change, what's the point? Well, so that it's been our experience, though, or at least my experience, Michael, is that, uh, oh, well, you've already built out all the ads campaigns. Um, we're going to let you go and we'll just turn on the ads ourselves internal. Now that ain't how that works. No. And, no. and the reality is the ads that we started with you a month later, they've changed already. That's right. So even if you did that a month, like, like the effectiveness of that campaign just keeps going down right. and down and, and, or it can be like the one client that we picked up where they were spending almost 10,000 a month, didn't know it. And then the results were based on the campaigns that were over a year old untouched. And then we got in there and within a month, cut their ads down in half and increase their leads. That's so, right. Like you can, Google wants to spend your money. So like if they can make it where it causes a lot more clicks and a lot less conversions, they don't care. They're going to keep spending it. No doubt about it. So. All right. Phone numbers. Yeah. So phone numbers. Uh, I know you have stories for phone numbers too. But <laughs> I mean, I made, I made a rookie mistake right out of the gate on that, but go ahead. But so phone. here's the thing when it comes to phone numbers, uh, as a company, like as a digital marketing company, we have tracking numbers all day long, hundreds of them. And it's designed to be pointed to a real number. It's not designed to be your number. Right. Um, there's a mistake that we've made in the past there. And But here's the thing. Get your official business number, not your cell phone. Let's keep that in mind. You need to hide your cell phone. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be called in the middle of the night or when you finally grow up as a business and it's beyond your cell phone, right? Right. So you have a bunch of people that work for you. Um, it needs to come from a reputable company. Like that is your AT&T, your Spectrums or whatever that give you real phone numbers that are in your name that can be transferred to another provider at any point. And it can handle volume because right. tracking numbers technically don't handle pure volume. They're not meant to. They're not designed for that. Like, And there's a reason why they have tracking pools and all that stuff to help with the volume. But, uh, but no, like... Your phone number, like as much as we, that digital marketing agency say, yeah, we can set you up a phone number. Here you go. Here, here it is. That is always going to be a tracking number that will always get turned off at some point, period. It's well, temporary. When I started the first agency before patient care marketing pros became a thing a couple of years ago, so a few years back with Nick the Marketer, 
uh, one of our first clients, still with us today, great client of ours. Yep. Um, he's a massage therapist, and it was him. He was the massage therapist, and everything was going to his phone. He hired me to help him grow his business. And 22 I was like, or 30 <laughs> massage therapists later. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about the growth for sure. But um, he, he was sending everything to his cell phone. And I'm like, man, we can't do that. I can't put your cell phone number all over the internet. Let me build this tracking number. Well, he made that tracking number his main number. For everything. Well, we did our job really well. And so he opened up a second location and he needed another tracking number. And then he opened up finally, I guess it was two weeks ago now, where we went to a ribbon cutting for his third location. So it was him giving a massage to now he's got 23 massage therapists across three locations in the Birmingham area. But the problem is, is that you go, I, I could never recover from that first rookie mistake of his tracking number being his main number. Now, he, if he ever fired us, I'm going to give him his numbers, okay? Because I know who I am. Yeah. But any some of the companies that we've run into lately, you think they're giving that phone number back? Nope. They're going to turn it off. Not a chance. And also, Not a chance. as a side note, too, so there is differences where when you purchase a real number from like a Spectrum or an AT&T, um, they can actually maintain access to that number if you quit paying. They don't just release it back into the wild right. and lose it. It's like their number. And so... Uh, we had these situations where, the, like, we had a tracking number provider that sold itself. That was fun. And they just released the the, the phone numbers phone back wagon. into the wild. Yeah. And then we went to our new provider and they said, yeah, we can't just go grab mm -hmm. a specific number. We're not allowed to do that. That's a big company thing. Here's a random thought that I just... Do you remember when Google forgot to renew its own domain? Or even Hotmail. Was it? I thought it was Google. I'm sorry. It could have been Google, too. Maybe it was Hotmail. But hot, I, I distinctly remember Hotmail where it didn't. And the best, like, and this, ha, you hear this in the news. Giant company forgot to renew their domain. Some random person did it for them. Yeah. Uh, which I don't understand. And that's another thing, too. Very rarely does your domain uh, cancel out the day that you forget to renew. They give you, like, a 30-day grace period. You get tons of notifications. Hey, this is about to expire. This but if you have it sent to an email address that doesn't work because you tie it to that domain, it's never going to be seen. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, all that being said, like, it, it happens to the big guys. Like, the fact that I remember Hotmail.com went down. This is, like, early 2000s. And some guy paid the 20 bucks to yeah. bring it back online. And like, oh, thank you. Like, thank you for taking care of that. Yeah. Or thank you for buying that and giving it back to yeah, us. And he gave it back. Well, look, at the end of the day, it's all about covering your assets. Look, it, it, if you are letting somebody else set all this up for you, which is fine, make sure they're setting it up like under your information, not under their own. This is the opportunity. Yes, give them an, your Gmail account login. And when they're all done setting everything up, change your password. Change your password and make sure your two factor authentication yes. is still on. Yes. Um, look, I, I'd have to argue, Michael, this could save some of our listeners an incredible amount of time. It could prevent them from your company being shut down. From your company being shut down. No, I, I would argue probably one of our most important episodes that we've done. Yeah. I mean that sincerely, y'all. Please take action on this stuff. Call your marketer that's in-house. Call the marketing company that's doing. Verify these things. Your domain. Verify you own your website. Verify you own your email verify you own those Google properties and verify that you own your phone number. You, the owner, not the person doing the work for you. And it's all tied back to your stuff, not someone else, because you own it every single time, not your employees. 
Well, look, I think this has been a great episode for everybody. Please uh, take some time and give us some feedback. Uh, would love to know uh, what you think of us by leaving us a review. Five stars would be great, but we really want you to be honest. If you're getting value, please share this with somebody. And if you're not, share it with two or three people. All right. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Have a great day. Bye.